Welcome to Exit the Echo Chamber, Episode 2. Today on the show, we're talking to Neville, Reddy, and Cody Zemanski, owners of Keepers. These guys are bosses in Winnipeg's vintage clothing game and on the cutting edge of local expertise when it comes to that curated 80s, 90s flyness. Not only do we get into the vintage clothing scene in Winnipeg, but we also touch on what the real deal is with Kanye West, hairless cats, and the wild clothes I used to rock back in high school. Three things I think we could uh, all use a little perspective on. Thank you for coming down, guys. No yeah, problem. Happy to be here. Yeah, so why don't you guys just, I don't know, start from the back. Like, how do you guys know each other to begin with? Uh, we've been friends for, like, over a decade. We went to uh, we went to middle school together, played hockey together for ages. Yeah? Yeah, yeah a long time. Long time. And then, so how long have you been doing Keepers for then? Three, three years? Three years? Yeah, in December, I think. Three yeah. years in December, so. How'd that get started? Fifteen. Uh, we were always just out thrifting and yeah. always buying clothes, and then it kind of just evolved into trading and selling and yeah, yeah, collectors first and then yeah. you know, sell, yeah, seller second. Yeah, okay, right. And you still see yourself that way, or what? Or is it more of a business now? I would say I see myself that way for yeah. sure. Like, I mean, I, yeah. co- I collect a bit more than he does. <laughs> My yeah. closet's a bit more full, but yeah, like I mean, most for the most part, we're willing to get rid of stuff. Um, I think personally. Uh, more, almost more readily now that we have uh, that we kind of have a way to, to cycle it out of our wardrobes and, yeah. and that sort of thing that's kind of mm-hmm. how it started was like you know we had stuff and we were selling it already or we were you know trading with each other and uh, you know amongst a small group of friends or whatever and and now it's kind of like yeah sure you can have an item and like wear it for six months and move it on yeah. or whatever if you know it's not the exact thing that you want to keep forever and so. even just to sustain the business like you're going to have to sell some stuff you don't want to yeah yeah, like you really are. So that's interesting. It's not so much just inventory in and out. Like it's almost like a collection of your own that you're maintaining too, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's definitely how it started. Like there's there's some stuff where I mean like we'll bring stuff in and like both of us are like, oh shit, I really want that. Yeah. And neither of us can have it. You know, like it's the sort of thing that has to stay as like a, a something we're gonna sell. You know, there's, yeah. there's stuff like that for sure. But you know, it is it is nice to uh, to be able to kind of like pull stuff in and like try it on or you know like buy something off the internet and be like oh shit okay this isn't exactly what i want but it's close but we'll sell it that's yeah. fine whatever so i mean yeah like there's uh, there's a there's collecting going on but i mean i don't know i feel like for the most part the stuff that's there we're selling for the most like, yeah really there's not a hell of a lot that we're taking home become more sellers i'd say yeah now, but yeah well the big definitely collectors are right? though yeah yeah, that's, yeah. Fair. that's fair so are you two the only partners and keepers yeah um there was previously a, a third dude but he's got he's got a family and other obligations so yeah okay we're, we just uh, didn't, really, just didn't work baton. out yeah, yeah we're, we're carrying it forward still too. our buddy but it just yeah he was just so busy that's yeah. fair and you guys are located somewhere in the exchange, right? Yeah, uh, 333 Gary. Right across the street from the Gary 333A Gary, upstairs. Yeah, yeah, upstairs, yeah. Okay. So we got a studio spot there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of great people in there. Um, but yeah, we've, we kind of do once a week open and, uh, you pop know, ups. like, yeah, pop-ups. We're, like, it's set up like a shop, but it's uh, it's a studio space. We take our photos there and, and so on and so forth. So. Yeah, when, when do you guys open? Uh, usually Wednesdays or Tuesdays, kind of in the evening, like okay. uh, mm-hmm. six to nines or ten, to, uh, seven to tens, that sort of thing. And do you have people just coming through just randomly because they know that's the day, or is it mostly by appointment almost? Or? Yeah, I mean, we try to announce week by week because we do switch up. Like usually, we announce hours for summer, then an, uh, we will announce hours for fall, that sort of thing. There have definitely been times where people have shown up without checking and been you know, like hitting our DMs and like, yeah. hey, I'm outside. Are you guys here? And we're like, ah, sorry, uh, no. wrong yeah. time. But like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for the most part, people fall through and they, they know when to, so. Yeah. It's, uh, it's we have, like, pretty, a pretty good pretty little steady. following of people that, that come through stay pretty loyal and come yeah. by. Yeah. They know our hours and okay. or, or will message us. Mm-hmm. And then how broad is, you know, the scene like this? Like, how many people, are there other people doing this kind of thing in Winnipeg oh, besides you guys? Like, when we started, we were probably the only people that I knew of 
like there was other collectors in the city doing sure. thrifting, but that were really selling like us. Not really. And yeah. now there's like every high school kid is trying to do it. Right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on the rise. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially in the last like probably 18 months or so. Like uh, it's kind of transitioned from like uh, for the most part, people who are who are doing the Instagram sell pages. I think we're we're still the only people in Winnipeg who are in our niche at least of the kind of like pop culture kind of uh, collectible stuff. Yeah. In terms of vintage that actually have that keep stock, have back stock and and have a space where, you know, we sell it. Um, everyone else kind of sells their Instagram and generally yeah. buys enough to sell that week for themselves. And once they're cash at the end of the week, kind right. of thing, they're not really yeah. keeping. Established. Yeah, we've yeah. got we I mean, got we've like got like thousands of pieces. In yeah, there. Like, oh, yeah? We, yeah, we have racks that are filled all the time. We keep them that way. So nice. So, yeah, it's you know. So just like back up a little bit when you say like your niche, like how how do you describe that vibe? Like where are you guys? I mean, personally, I think it's the it's kind of like pop culture collectible menswear. I think for the most part, the thing that general generally like puts a piece in our collection is that it's got uh, a mark on pop culture at some point in time uh in the you know the 80s 90s early 2000s uh whether that be like the polo ralph lauren stuff or that yeah band t-shirts rap tees you know like the hockey jerseys that snoop dogg wore in a music video or the Raiders hat that Easy E wore in an NWA video, you know that sort yeah. of stuff. So there's usually it ties into pop culture and quite frequently hip hop culture. Totally. Um, so I mean that's kind of the vibe. Like there's definitely people that do menswear, but uh, rarely kind of in that timeline that are that are established. Like we yeah, are. that's so cool. That like I remember at that time when that stuff was still fresh in hip hop. Like it was all about being like brand new and crisp, but now it's like yeah. the same look. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different level of fresh, right? It's like a throwback now. Yeah. 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 Definitely. You want a little beat in and totally. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's not necessarily, you know, unique and ind- individual because it's been done for the last 30 years. Right. But it's those, the thing that makes it unique and individual is that, you can't get that thing anymore. You know, that, yeah. that hat mm-hmm. came out in the 90s when that person had it, and you cannot get this exact same item anymore. Oh, it's a story you know? behind this, it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, the, like the style has, has is, is similar enough, it. but it's not exactly the same. And yeah, that's, that's what, a whole depth. That, yeah. You know, just buying something at fucking H&M, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the reissues from Urban Outfitters. And that's another know? thing. All those stores are reissuing... Yeah, like all these old, their old stuff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you okay. want to go? You can get like all the reprints at all those stores now too, which is like yeah. right. I don't know, sacrilege to me. But yeah, everybody like, like Tommy just released like not just released, but in the last like year and a half or so, they've basically taken inspiration from all their vintage pieces that were kind of sought after, even bootlegs and stuff. And now they're doing them as their you know their forefront line mm-hmm. for that kind of eighteen to twenty five demographic. Polo Ralph Lauren just reissued yeah, their ninety two ninety three huh. like collections again because you know like. The demand is you so know, high. Like Ra- yeah. That snow beach that Raekwon was rocking, like oh, they they, they <laughs> yeah. reissued that again this year because like usually they were going for over a grand and you know oh, wait, they yeah, wanted over it. That. Yeah. yeah, now now that they've you know that's crazy. Yeah, it's all coming out again. That's interesting though, man, because like recreation's always been like right at the heart of hip hop, like in terms of samples, everything. Absolutely, right? yeah. yeah. Coming back around, so it's really cool to see this thing come full cycle like that again. Yeah, yeah. So what in terms of like price point like i've been following your guys instagram i see you guys with a lot of stuff very reasonable 20 bucks a piece and then i just saw these nikes for 580 like is that <laughs> is that top dollar do they get more expensive than that i or? mean generally like those are those are newer shoes we usually don't carry many kicks yeah. but like in terms of clothing and t-shirt items absolutely things will will get that expensive yeah, the band yeah. the, the like 80s band shirts the uh Rap tees, yeah, those can go upwards of like five, four, five hundred bucks depending yeah. on which ones you get. Oh yeah, easy. So where are you going? Like, where are you digging in the crates to come up with a tee like that? It's still like mint, you know. Like, it's 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 amazing like how difficult they are to find. We generally are pulling them any way we can. Um, yeah, like I mean, it's it's not all through thrifting. We don't get blessed that often. We do buy and sell a lot. So like we have people that, that bring us stuff who are, who are thrifters who will bring yeah. us stuff and we'll, we'll buy their collections mm. from them. The thrifting in the city has gotten yeah much harder. You know, we'll lately we cruise through Kijiji. We cruise through, you know, auctions online. We yeah. source yeah. stuff from overseas, wherever, like do trades with guys, like anything we can really. It's, it's, uh, 
That is uh, probably the most difficult part of, of our sector of the business is sourcing stuff because it's not brand new. You can't take it off a shelf. You have to yeah. you have to find it. Yeah, and you got to dig for it. Now that it's popular, especially, it's much more difficult. Yeah. So would you say like with like the rise in popularity in this and you're saying at the same time a lot of people are popping up, like is your like demand increasing at the same time or? Uh, I think that's, I mean, it's subjective. Like... In certain areas, yeah, and in certain areas, no. Like, there's there are quite a few people who are who are looking for that kind of twenty to thirty dollar item, and they don't necessarily care if it's vintage. You know, they will go to Urban Outfitters. Yeah, they will go to whoever's selling the the retros and the reissues. So, you know, in that way, it, it kind of hurts. But there's a lot of gained popularity and people kind of realizing that they want that original thing because it's going to hold its value forever, or it will always be. You know, the first T-shirt that that band ever put out on tour—it's yeah. that's not going to happen again. Like, or they'll just want that nostalgia again of like, oh, I owned this shirt when I was in high school. Yeah, and they'll want it again. So that that sells a lot too. Yeah, definitely. There's a, I it, yeah, there's an increase and decrease in different sectors. It really depends how much that that customer knows and how much they're willing to value, uh, kind of having that original original thing. You know, yeah. and, and how much that means yeah. to them. So. And it, it's obviously, it's it's like that for everybody, myself included. You know, do people come looking like to you looking for specific things? Like, can you find this ever? Or All is, the time. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the most popular questions and the most difficult ones to field. Uh, I love hooking people up like that, but it's so hard to do. Yeah. But I get people in all the time that are like, "Hey, I had this. Keep an eye out for it." Or, right. um, you know, like we have we have came through for a couple of people, but it can definitely be hard. A lot of the times, the stuff they want is. Yeah, it's like yeah. the harder stuff to pretty find. Niche, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty niche. And like sometimes people just don't understand how sought after or like valuable that is. They're like, I want this T-shirt. I had it when I was in like Cody was saying when I was in high school and middle school. And you're like, Yes, I will try to find that for you, but you have to understand it's going to be a three hundred dollar T-shirt now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hope, <laughs> you know, it like takes people back definitely. Yeah. Well, I, there's a certain amount of labor involved that you find in it too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, with the internet these days value is so easily found you know yeah. like we we love selling locally and, and if we could i think we'd support a business on that but frankly we can't we just don't have the infrastructure of a market in the city yeah the disconnect between the internet prices and what people in winnipeg want to pay right is, is yeah, yeah it's pretty big For so sure. like a lot of our shirts will send to la okay. new york yeah like they go to bigger cities a lot of the and time where they're willing to pay for them. There's selection on the internet. So so that value is already out there. It's been established and that item has sold on the internet before you can reference those prices. Yeah. And uh, and when you're selling again, you know, it's easy to throw it on the internet and get a good dollar for it rather than trying to scrape it in the city where people are kind of going to scoff at it or, or mm-hmm. go, oh man, I'm not, they, they just don't know what it's worth. You know, they're yeah. ignorant, right? So. And like I hate to say it, but like people want to pay like a, they're a little they're cheap. Hey, kind of, they're frugal, so myself yeah. included. Yeah. I'm not going to, yeah. you know, I think everyone prefers the term frugal, but. Yeah, no, <laughs> frugal's fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Frugal's pretty hey, man, fair. Everyone's trying to eat. That's whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just tr- myself tr- included, tr- really. Tr- like, right? I'm always looking for a deal. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah, Winnipeg's kind of at that weird size where we don't quite have, you know, the population to support a lot of seeds. Like, we're not quite there. And then, like, yeah, yeah the money's just not quite there for a lot of things. People yeah. are tight. But everyone's, I feel like Winnipeg's also one of those cities where, like, for the most part, we're cool enough that there are people who are looking to establish those things. Yeah. A lot of facets. Mm-hmm. No, like, absolutely. It's, like, and I don't mean to say anything bad about any sort of, like, the art scene or anything. There's no, a lot no. of good stuff no, going no. on, but it's for just, sure. yeah, it's just not quite that big a pool. Yeah. So, yeah. would you, you guys, is most your business online then, or? I would say, like, uh, recently, it, no. Yeah, no? Re- it depends. I mean, summers are really good for us in the city. Uh, okay. Markets, people are out. pop-ups, people, yeah. people want to Exchanges be... where we are, so that's always super busy. Yeah, people yeah. are down to be outside. And that's the right location. It's exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I mean, winters we definitely focus online and put more of our efforts into that. Uh, yeah, it, it it really depends. You know, it's it, it's also depends what we have in stock too, right? Like it's whether yeah. it's those kind of thirty dollar pieces that people are willing to spend their pocket money on locally, or whether we got a bunch of those mm-hmm. two hundred, three hundred dollar t shirts that are like. You know, no one's going to even touch, and we, you know, we need to sell online because if that's what we have a bunch of on our racks, then that's where they're going to sell. Yeah. So we definitely try and keep that that balance, that balance yeah. of yeah. stuff that we can sell in our city and yeah. keep people happy. But mm-hmm. yeah, which is super important for us. Like, I, I mean, I really like having people trying, getting people into 
not just what we're doing, but kind of building that community of, of yeah. people who are into the vintage stuff and are into collecting. Because I, I you know a lot of guys that are into clothing and always have been and you know who have a bit of an appreciation for it but it's always nice to like we were saying earlier like hook that person up with that t-shirt that they're like yeah super stoked on or get them into finding things or the history behind stuff and and kind of recognizing the the, the value not even monetary but just the value of, of kind of the the cool factor on a lot of the stuff yeah I think. definitely you know the stories behind all those pieces like that's cool and the human connections were something too like dealing with people is always the same as not the same as dealing with an email address right? exactly yeah, yeah. exactly if you got yeah. the right people yeah definitely nice so what about like your pop-up stuff where you guys on that uh we've done them like pretty pretty scattered throughout the city uh done like ones that the, we did one like the legion in this past year the legion With, in osborne uh, the lead singer from the cancer bats yeah you know the band uh, liam uh who he runs a motorcycle kind of a yeah, treadwell clothing shout outs okay. uh, yeah uh we did that one with him we did another one with uh some homies at the goodwill we've we've rocked with them a few times at the goodwill uh Sick. buffalo silk they're they're really good people yeah it was a um, music uh, market yeah, music plus music market. on They're Instagram. Super diverse kind of crowd um, yeah. of, of vendors, at least, which is awesome. Um, what else have we done recently? We just did one with uh, a couple local homies, um, forward to the past and around two hundred four. Uh, but they, they kind of they did it like they're into the. They definitely it was derived from like the sneaker cons and stuff. Like you could tell that they have they have really good influence there in terms of how to establish it. And it was kind of the the halfway between the vintage stuff and the hype stuff, like you know the Bape yeah. and Supreme and and all that gear uh, and and hype sneakers and so on. So I was actually a huge one. It was, yeah, it was like, it was it was great. Done yeah. and it was the it was perfect packed. clientele too. That kind of yeah, like they did you know, a really good job. Eighteen to thirty crowd that is yeah. has five hundred dollars to spend on a pair of shoes. So you know yeah. They, uh, yeah. they definitely have put value in their clothing. They got which a is... job yet, but they haven't got a mortgage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my clothes used to be a lot better, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bills start rolling in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. So then, like, going, going forward, like, where do you take this from now? I mean, personally, I'm not really, I'm not entirely sure. I'm, I, do you have a do you have perspective I, on that? That's something I think we've been meaning to talk about for a while. Yeah. Just because I, I work six days a week right now. Yeah. He owns his own business on the side, too. So, so what, like, do you, what do you guys do during the day, then? It's just sort of a side gig. Like, I'm an uh, industrial plumber. Okay. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a carpenter, um, and I find my own work. So, I'm, cool. you know, I'm busy. I'm working weekends yeah. often. Or, yeah. You know, yeah, I work like every weekend, like overtime. So yeah. yeah, it's tough to make the plunge to convert like to different full time yeah. jobs if you're already working. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even just the kind of uh, the hustle that it takes. Like we're talking about sourcing earlier. Yeah. The fact that it's so difficult to source stuff. You can't. You don't have, just have a supplier. You know, you can't like reach out to somebody and say I'd like 500 of this T-shirt next month because I know I'll sell that. Yeah. Uh, you need to. You need to find them all. And I mean, even guys that are running full-time operations are have kind of diversified their their portfolios like uh one of the biggest sellers in canada and has been for ages uh f is in frank like they do they run basically a wholesale warehouse essentially so they bring in bales of stuff and they part it out so they kind of filter it into those little niche categories of vintage and then sell them to sellers like other resellers within canada and stuff so you know if you're into the Harley Davidson stuff, or if you're into the Hudson Bay wool coats, yeah, or if Levi's you're into jacket, Levi's jackets, yeah. you can buy a pack from those guys. So they run a business and a model that's close enough to ours uh, in terms of variety and like you know uh, depth of what they sell, like you know the the, the polo and the the band tees and wrap tees and that sort of stuff. But I mean that's the stuff they keep for themselves, and everything else they filter and they sell to other people, and that's right. what it takes for them to run a full scale business doing what is passionate for them, which is the same area and field that we are passionate about. Yeah. But they have to get the legs on that business mm-hmm. in another way to even even kind of push that forward. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Those they've been doing that for like yeah, over a decade now. Definitely one of the first and definitely the best the, and biggest first, in Canada. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out to the High Fitz brothers. They're uh, they're doing it for real. Definitely one of the first people. Them and I think for all to envy. I think those two were probably the, the yeah, two that got they me. They do Raptees. Like, they yeah. have Raptees. They got me into, like, yeah. vintage in, like, probably, what, 2007, 2008, that sort of thing. Do you ever think of flipping it or getting into designing or anything? Like, making your own gear? Ah, uh, man. Personally, nah. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I just, I don't have the talent for it like some people do. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, we get asked that all the time. Yeah, really? when yeah. you guys gonna have shirts? And we're like, well, you, you gotta think like you know if you've gone as far as you, get, you must have the eye, right? You know, what looks yeah, good, yeah right? definitely. I mean, that's a starting point. Yeah, I think we could do branded stuff for our own gear, but uh, in terms of like a, a full online, I think there are people with much more of a creative vision than I think mm-hmm. either I or Cody has. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. Don't want to <laughs> speak for him, but yeah, you know. No, you can speak. For I me think, on that uh, point, I think yeah, yeah. There's some there's some dudes who who do some really good work even locally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's some. Like, I like yeah. finding stuff for photographers and stuff. Like, we know a couple of photographers that'll come and, like, I'll see a piece. And I'm like, they're going to want to shoot this. Yeah. And they'll take it and shoot it. And, like, that's what I like doing. I like yeah. finding yeah. stuff for those people cool, to yeah. have the, who really have this vision. Yeah. Yeah. And then and they bring it to life. Yeah, the perfect last piece with their art direction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the, the branded stuff, though, yeah, I don't know. I, man, you know what? I don't. I feel like I'm. I'm a little out of touch with what's hot in terms of streetwear these days too, in terms of what would sell for branded tees and, and so on and so forth. You know, forth. it's funny though. Like, uh, I mean, for, it, it just starts with like a hoodie, right? Like, I mean, if your brand's cool, that's that is the yeah, 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 yeah like, for sure. Straight up. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a good pullover. And you, yeah, it depends. I know what you mean though. If you look at some like Shepherd Ferry or something, right? Like that's like. I don't know, I sometimes look at his designs and I'm like, that's crazy, right? Like that's but at the same time, like, you know, if you put the right saying on the front of a t shirt, people still love it, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. True. I think maybe for me in terms of losing the touch with the, the streetwear thing was like I think there's uh I don't know, the the current style for like especially the younger kids, like the eighteen and to twenty kind of age group there is like I'm I'm so far out of touch with. I've never done the tall tees, I've never done yeah. the, the holes in my clothing that I haven't put there myself. Mm. I've never done the you know, body bags and, and all that shit. Like, I mean, not to knock it at all. I just, I'm out of touch with it, bro. I, I, touch, I fucking yeah. dress like the guy. I feel that, like it changes. Like, it does. It, it does, does so sure. fast right now, But you now know, it's like a funny, man. Like, the way you guys dress now, like, you know, you probably dress like some variation of that, like, forever, oh, yeah. right? That's yeah. Like, people look at their dads and they're like, you're fucked, right? But, yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, like, that's down, just I'm like, like a perversion sh- of what was cool. Shit, I dress like my dad now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, for us, like, I mean, who knows? For all I know, I'm going to get stuck in, in dressing like I was, you know, 18 years old and mixed up with somebody, you know, who appreciates 90s culture. So right, yeah. <laughs> I keep I've really had to make an effort to stop just wearing videos. graphic tees <laughs> and, like, get yeah, a little exactly. bit nicer clothes. <laughs> it's but hard like, to move away from, though, yeah. when that's what you know and appreciate, right? Yeah. You want to wear it's comfortable, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I like clothes, but I'm not a fashionista. That's for sure. Well, I've been called that before a couple times, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know Wait, how I what's, feel what's about the separ- it. What's the separation? Uh, I don't know. Like you said, like I wear what's comfortable. Like I wear, I wear large graphic t-shirts. I wear jeans that are almost tight but not too crazy. Right. And you know, uh, a nice a nice fitting hat, and that's probably it. You know, I'm not. I don't wear flashy kicks. Keep I, it basic. I, yeah, I beat my shoes in. I beat my clothes in, and and I don't really, uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys that has a, like 20 pairs of Jordans even. Yeah. Or, you know, even in the collectible sense, right? I'm not one of those one of those dudes that keeps all their stuff fresh. Yeah, I've never been good at that, and I I, I got a <laughs> lot of kicks, but like I'm not like I can't tell you what year they're from. I don't know their names, and they all got dirt on them. <laughs> yeah, they're all beat up. Exactly, yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> Smoke yeah, sure. What the hell? Oh, this cat is so soft, man. Man, that's in, in the best kind of way. Those are the softest cats, <laughs> man. It's unbelievable. It's like they always want to like have warmth, so they're always just cuddling <laughs> up to you. <laughs> like actually, yeah. like TJ's cat will just always wants to be around you. Because they have, like, that peach fuzz, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That peach fuzz, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. The uh, Like, a sphinx, everybody always kind of expects them to feel like, you know, a scrotum. But they feel like, you know, it's <laughs> like they're a micro, so soft. Yeah. Almost, right? It's, it's, like, almost, it's yeah. like if you, like, would shave your head. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you not a regular smoker, I used to be a huge pothead. Okay. But I haven't smoked in, like, a month. So it might get awkward if I smoke weed. No, no, no. I'll probably pass, just cause like, yeah, my social skills go. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same boat. 
anything you guys specifically want to touch on? Um, no, man. Let's keep it flowing. Yeah, I hadn't really thought I don't that mind just, I, just I'm, I don't mind just bullshitting about stuff. Yeah. But, I, I mean, if... Well, shit. Okay, I'm <laughs> done, too. This is coming undone. Let's let it go. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean... It just comes on rolls, you know? Yeah. The topics in mind. I don't think I'm gonna be able to drum any up right off the cuff either. No, no need. <laughs> we'll sit in silence till something comes. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what kind of stuff were you into? Like, I mean, what year were you born in? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Okay, so you're not like that far removed. We're ninety-two's both. Of us. Yeah. So really not that. But I mean, I guess you would have been into like the gear, gear wise. Yeah, like even gear wise, music like music tied it in, obviously. But uh, like, like, I but mean, gear wise, yeah. Well, you know, like my mom probably bought my clothes till I was like, like twelve. When I really put my foot down, probably right. I think, I, think I, was, like, I think I was lobbying for baggy jeans in like grade five, six. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like grade seven's like, nah, mom, I'm wearing a size thirty six. Like, oh, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> um, at, at that point, man. Like, it was just, you know, you're still on allowance money, right? So, like, you know, you, you start off with Nike. That's when I, like, I first got into rap and stuff. Like, right, yeah. Yeah, you know, my cousin. Yeah. I remember my, my first uh, CD ever was Will Smith, Big Willie style, right? My oh, cousin shit, saw that. I had he, that one. And it was, it, looking back, it was, you know, it's a bad motherfucker. Like, I don't you, regret that. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, my cousin saw that. He's like, oh, no, man. He gave me a copy 36 Chambers. Right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like, don't tell your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that, that was pretty good. And so, yeah, once I got into that, like, everything became super, yeah, that was very, like, I want to look like I, like, like you know, was from Harlem pretty well, right? Very yeah. East Coast, like, <laughs> boots and stuff which it, it kind of plays because you know it's cold here right like you can't oh totally yeah, you yeah. Can't yeah. Coast, coast, right? i watch the way those dudes dress on the east coast and i'm like yeah. whoa you're dressing heavy for the mild weather you got there yeah yeah because i wear the same shit here sometimes yeah. you know I'm like yeah they, they think it's serious <laughs> this like, works in minus 35 bro yeah. um <laughs> so yeah like when i was in high school like that was you know, that's when Echo was like really big, Fat Farm, Triple Five Soul. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was sweet back then. They had yeah, there's a store called Latitude in the Mall that was like clearing out Triple Five Soul and Johnny Blaze and stuff all the time. So yeah, we were wearing you know whatever was cool last year, pretty much it was what we could yeah, afford. Really. Yeah, yeah, still fly though. Yeah. Know? Actually, yeah, I saw a sick Johnny Blaze baseball jersey the other day at the thrift. Yeah, yeah, I was like, damn. You didn't cop it? No. Every once in a while, you see that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like Method Man's. Yeah, shit, I think right? I, I, I super yeah. must have been right. But yeah, yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was Method Man's. Yeah, brand. yeah, yeah. It was cool, man. But yeah, looking back, that that was yeah, Anichi. Like it was, everything was so elaborate. Like you know, it would be like a prep sweater with a collar and badges sewn onto the side yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah, so busy yeah. I never dress like that now Fancy like I wear like plain tees and jeans most of the time so, like, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's the exact opposite statement yeah like that gear is awesome and like going back to the style thing like yeah I exactly I can't dress like that I've like I just don't going back to the fashion thing like I'm not necessarily a fashionable dude for like that reason yeah. dude I can't pair up shit like that on the daily for outfits yeah. and if I have that sweater I want to wear my sweater like once a week on average you know I'm not wearing something like patched out or like crazy yeah. like that like a flash piece like that often I feel it's funny like I still like I don't notice that I do it but you know I'm you know, eight years older than every kid in my class, right? They right. made fun of me a couple of times. Because I just, like, I match my shoelaces to my hat. Like, you know, like, just like, just, like <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for sure, for sure. Really I'm sorry. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, dude, I do the same thing, too. But I, I, I buy my clothes to fit in that profile of, of yeah. me being able to match them. So, like, it becomes much tighter. Yeah. I feel, you know, like, I don't, uh, yeah, I have a hard time getting out of that. It's a weird thing. Sometimes, like, wake up and I feel like I want to, like, just not even care about the way I dress, but, like, it's, like, you don't have a choice. Like, no matter what you do, you make yeah. a statement. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm thankful we just missed that era of the baggy fucking style, like, and, cr- like, cr- the 2000... Yeah. To 2005, 6, 7, kind of like... Yeah. There was some cool shit that was born out of that, but... We were more like... Sk- 
guys wearing girls skinny jeans. Yeah, that was that was definitely high school. Oh, yeah, and, like, definitely. Do you, do you know we what? never did that. Yeah, but. Not me. But yeah, I kind of you talk about things going in cycles and stuff though, because I think like before that. It was more like grunge, and everyone was wearing like ripped jeans, ripped shitty t-shirts, and, yeah, leather yeah. jacks, you know. And then it was like the exact opposite. Everything had to be super fresh. And then I saw like, yeah. like dope boy style, like yeah, then it straight just, up, yeah, and like it felt awesome like, style. It felt like our shit was kind of like disintegrated into hipsters one day, like, it was just, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, reduced yeah. to that. And it's a whole new the thing. The jeans got tighter and tighter and yeah, tighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, there was some like there was some great stuff though from that era though. I mean, I don't know. Have you that? I think like that that two thousands era was like I don't know the last time that I really felt like stuff was like there was a like there was a at least in hip hop especially which is obviously what I follow for fashion yeah. most of the time. That's the last kind of era that I felt like was really defined and different because from there on out I feel like everything's kind of just like it's. At the point, we're at the point with men's fashion crossover wise that like if you wear something you can make it cool and you can make it yours and it fits in with modern fashion like there's mm. really not a lot like, all those rappers outside. are now wearing those high-end brands they're not making their own brands yeah. like it's just merged like yeah 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 you can you can you can really do what you want like if you're a day-to-day fit rocker you could fucking really do what you want and get yeah. away with it yeah that is true though, eh? Like, fuck, all these rappers wearing Gucci and shit, like, and back to the fucking yeah. The, the brands being uh, like reissued Gucci, you know? They like, have more money now. That's the they thing just did a dapper dance. Rappers weren't that rich in the nineties. No, like, no, no, no. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, very fair. true. Yeah, like they were still wearing gold. That it was like platinum and diamonds and Tom Ford, right? Like I don't know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It'd be sick though if there were rappers doing their own brands these days. I don't know who would do their own brands these days. Kanye. Yeah, I mean he kind of does, I guess. Like, yeah, like, kind of. He, he's got a collection under somebody else, but he's been doing his own thing yeah. for a while. He's just guy. kind of a whack dude these days, which is yeah. What's too up bad. with that anyway? I mean, well, like, dude, let's make America know. great, but I'm gonna make all my shoes in China and print all of my shirts on Gildan shirts printed in China. Yeah. So like, I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, is it like, are you really making it great? Is he that crazy or is he just, you know, is it a facade? I have no idea. There's like theories on the internet that he's like method acting. Like, he's doing this, like, actually, like, (laughs) sometimes it's so far out there that you're like, come on. That dude was, this guy's lost. That dude did so much for hip hop style, I feel, in the 2000s as well. Like, oh man, you kidding? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, definitely, man. He wore pink, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but like my yeah. pink he polo. Wore, he wore tighter yeah. shit too. He did like, wear tighter shit. He brought that style he, back. He he definitely was a push for that for fashion yeah. and and for the music. Had too. some great Ralph Lauren sweaters over the years, like knits. <laughs> oh, man. he's good. Got he's got great taste, but yeah, just fell off the deep yeah. end. I don't know. The leather joggers happened and it was downhill <laughs> yeah. from there. The whole the Yeezus thing was like yeah, a bit much. A turning point, I think. Yeah, yeah, for that dude. So many people are mad at him. Yeah, <laughs> everybody is. Like, come on, like, man. Snoop Dogg was pissed that he was wearing a Snoop Dogg shirt. <laughs> Did you see that fucking comment that Snoop Dogg so left on Instagram funny, this week? Like, oh. You made so, a comment on Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Swiss Beats would, would call him out and was all pissed at him. Like, Dude, he called him an Uncle Tom in the Instagram comments <laughs> section. Snoop Dogg did. Kanye. And I was like, whoo, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just take the hat off, bro. <laughs> man. Yeah, that's wild. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kanye's a weird dude. Just yeah. is like I mean, even his lyrics, like uh, about like life trajectory and stuff, and just and watching his plays. So, I mean, I don't know. He's always been a real dude. I feel uh, like in some ways, you know, like yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll call himself out on stuff or. Yeah, he, he has always kind of been, you know, countercurrent. Like, that's, not, but, like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it right now. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to get another college dropout out of that guy. No, <laughs> no, I know exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. oh, man. No, we definitely have had that conversation before. It's like, yeah. oh. But he still had those lines on uh, Life of Pablo, like, 
talking about himself again. Like you're not gonna get the soul samples cut up again, sort yeah. of shit. You know, he'll speak on that. Like, yeah, cool, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a fucking weird. We're just fair. That's the one yeah. thing I can't stand when people bitch about artists changing. Like, yeah, they have like, to. yeah. Thing, as an artist, you're gonna like, evolve. Yeah. Like, if you don't evolve, you're not creating. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I don't, uh, I haven't listened to Life of Pablo really, but uh, I don't really have a with too many of his records I still like a lot of his newer stuff but yeah true it's not the same though not the same <laughs> no I'm not the same, yeah. not the same like is he writing more of his own stuff he's now? a weird dude though I feel like he's writing more of his own stuff than what he used to there's a Pusha T interview where he talked about uh, yeah, Wyoming some sessions ghost and he said and shit. he'd just be like locked in a room for days like just try to like pick one sample and he's like yeah you admire how like focused he is but mm-hmm. like he's like man we're paying 7500 bucks a night for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just, just pick one yeah you guys need another beer yeah I can go plumbing dude you do industrial plumbing i do industrial plumbing yeah i was working doing residential out at yeah. uh kenora and westlock area yeah and now uh in may i moved back to winnipeg and now i do all the service plumbing at maple leaf foods okay so that's a little gross but uh yeah so and that's just like a maintenance position like it's yeah yeah it's like through a, a mechanical company that they hire so like i'll i do do other stuff but i'm there a lot yeah like I never want to eat a hot dog again. Yeah. And uh, ham, probably never again. Yeah. Like, once you're to... actually in there and you see all that stuff, you're just like, oh. pretty bad. Pretty bad. I used to work at the Dufresne, like down the road, so a lot of guys went there and they came back because they just said they couldn't handle it. it yeah. Gross. It's pretty nasty. Couldn't handle it, eh? Well, Damn. it's it. I think the thing is like you gank a dollar more at. Maple Leaf versus Dufresne, but you know Dufresne was pretty relaxed, not so bad. And Maple Leaf, you it's just feel like you know, cutting a cow's lips off over and over and over again. Yeah, it's an, yeah, like it's an assembly thing. line. Yeah, yeah. I said it's just terrible. Like, yeah. So they just take the pay cut to come back. Yeah, it's not worth the extra dollar. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, it's fun. I, I, I like. I like it. I don't have. Is that's that's the same ticket as? That's just, yeah, just yeah. yeah, same as the plumbing ticket. Okay. So yeah, I'm level three right now. We go okay. to school again, hopefully soon. Nice. Yeah. No. I don't know about this fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> she's either gonna add character to the podcast or she's gonna ruin the podcast. Do you like me or do you not like me? I think she likes the deodorant. <laughs> yeah, you wear Old Spice? <laughs> okay, come on. She's like communicating. That's pretty cool. She talks a lot, yeah. Yeah, that's great. My dog does that. I I really appreciate it, honestly. I used to, uh, I think I like, when she was, it was really cute when she meowed when she was little. Like, she just had this little, she's like a little Pokemon, you know. (laughs) I I, I used to really like encourage her to talk and. Yeah, be vocal. Yeah. No, I kind of wish I had it sometimes. But I I accept it for who she is. (laughs) Chill. Is she like pretty clear about like, like what she wants with her? Does she do different vocal commands for different things? Like that uh, sort of thing? No, it's no, like, no. Ah, she, don't touch no, me. She just has like one tone, and you just have to figure it out on your own. That's it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> There's no like cadence. No, there, like, like, no, no vocabulary. <laughs> it's, it's like a car horn, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
you can communicate about that much. <laughs> but this is totally her complex. Like she will always come to people and just yell at them. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I want to be here. Don't touch me, though. Yeah, yeah. everybody lets her get her way. That's a problem. Uh, <laughs> I want to be here. Don't touch me, though. Yeah. Uh. There you go. Are you happy? Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Yeah, she likes you. <laughs> I think. You can only yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you like? Did you collect clothing at any point in time? Like, I know obviously you bought shit. Um, like. Did you ever get into it like that though? I would never. I don't know. No, like no, definitely not the point where like I search things like you know by name or anything. Right. I, right. I definitely had like you know. A wardrobe I valued a lot that was organized yeah. by color and looked as much like a rap music video as it, as it possibly could happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, for I sure, had like for the, sure. I had yeah. like the, the hats around the perimeter of my ceiling, you know, like oh, yeah. Will Smith in the Pool House of Fresh Prince. Or yeah, I love it. Old habits die hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still have hats. I got I got a shoe wall back here. I can show you. It's nothing fancy, like I said. But, no, no, but yeah. like. But either, like I mean, in a sense, that's still collecting. I know, I know what you mean, though. Like that division between like searching for something by name, but like, yeah, I mean, you have a collection and like you enjoy a certain. Obviously, you enjoy a certain area and like you know curate yeah. that for yourself. But yeah, like, I mean, I don't know what really got me into the searching of like the name and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. a that's kind of a good differentiation though, because like. I definitely do look for clothes like that. Like, yeah, I think that's kind of it, maybe what's important to us in terms of our yeah. market. Even is like, is that differentiation? I think you, yeah, like, could, that separates us on clientele a lot for sure. Is is uh, people that maybe not necessarily always know what they're after, but like have an appreciation for something and kind of it's almost a shot in the dark. Like if you if you appreciate stuff and you have been looking or you're influenced by this or that, you'll probably know about it, but especially in today's day and age, if you're going back towards the 80s and 90s gear, there's something kind of cemented about you wanting that shirt or wanting that, like, referenced piece. Yeah. And I think that's what we generally pull in is, like, that kind of that referenced piece or, like, yeah. that reference portion to it where you have to have done your homework or seen it somewhere else or whatever to really kind of value a lot of the stuff, I think. Like, uh, I mean, obviously there's the collection aspect from, like, you know, the the hype brand stuff like the the babe stuff or like currently the hype on the supreme stuff but uh yeah i think the the collection of the vintage gear is like it's a little bit it's what those brands reference and it's a little bit harder to to kind of get gain an appreciation for if you're not into it like that yeah but then again it's also getting so much more accessible with like those reissues and stuff like that too so in a way that's kind of cool like i don't mind that it brings that light to yeah. the classic stuff because mm-hmm. you know like I like that era of yeah. hip hop I wish there was more of that hip hop being yeah. made these days so cool you're doing shit that like some I, of my favorite 90s rappers did I tend Sick. to think that uh, you know you probably still stand to benefit you know they're they're promoting the aesthetic right yeah right? They, For, yeah from a business that, that same, angle yeah that story value right yeah yeah and they're still gonna even the exposure it's, there's still gonna be people that are gonna want the originals yeah definitely even yeah. after seeing the reprints definitely Especially if you're, like, the sort of person who's, I mean, like, I think that we've kind of grown into be are the people who are not just buying stuff, but, like, buying specific things like that where you're like, oh, fuck it. Okay, there's a reissue. I'm just going to spend that extra 200 bucks and get the OG because mm. I've done this enough times that I know if I get the reissue, it's not going to have the same value to me or anyone else 10 years from now. Yeah. Even. So I'll get mm-hmm. the, the actual real deal. Spend mm-hmm. that extra 200 bucks. And it's going to hold its value. It's going to hold its value. You know, like yeah. you're almost yeah. 30. You've you've bought shit a, a bunch. And I mean, I used to collect more stuff, I guess, which I don't yeah. do less of. But like, I know. I still collect the band shirts pretty hard. For sure. Band shirts and stuff. But I mean, like the collection shit, like, like mm-hmm. buying, like even like the way that polo heads collected polo back in the early 90s yeah. or like the way that people collected Supreme and probably still, still do. do. Bape heads for sure. But like those, those people, mm-hmm. you know, that are like, oh shit, this release, this drop, it's, you know, gotta have that. Like, mm-hmm. 
even the Jordan heads, like the sneaker heads. I yeah. think that sneaker culture really kicked off the buy it and flip it the next week sort of shit. Like that was kind of a yeah, that was definitely like yeah, the, the uh, first guys doing it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Which is I don't know. What a legacy those shoes have left, eh? Like, yeah, oh, man. It's, it's unreal. Insane. It's crazy, right? Like, and what's become, like... Yeah. Even, like, just the first under 10 silhouettes, even the first, the five, like, up to Jordan, even, well, I guess under 10, yeah, even under 10. But still, like, that's a decade. And there's, like, they're in the high 20s now with silhouettes, but they're, like, shit, the, the classics have been done so many times and have never gone away. Like... I've never been a huge three fan, but threes will never go away. It will always be a part, whether you like it or not. <laughs> did you, uh, did you guys see that shit on Netflix? Uh, Netfield. <laughs> <laughs> you see that on uh, Netflix with, uh, is it Tinker Hatfield? Yeah, Tinker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't I, see that. I haven't seen it, no. It's, what uh, it? oh, what's it? It's a documentary series about design totally losing the name now oh word it's the first cool. or second episodes about him it's killer though it's, it's crazy to see i i know exactly what you're talking about yeah i didn't watch it but someone else told me to go watch it and Shit, each dude. episode someone else check yeah it out. and it's all, all they're all pretty cool it's all like different aspects there's of one design, on right? just vintage but, shirts yeah. and like too. that's that's pretty yeah it's pretty sweet yeah Fuck. what is that called i'm drawing a blank on that as well he uh yeah he just said like he was yeah went to university with the. Uh, I'm gonna kill the story. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. I'm gonna try to. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, I will check that yeah, out though for sure. Check it out. Oh, well, he's uh, what's it called? But yeah, there's one episode dude. all vintage rap tees and stuff on there. Yeah, I've been to was like, go watch this. Today. It's unreal. I'm just thinking about the like the vintage, not even the vintage, but like the the Nike heads, like the guys that are really into sneakers like that, and like cop release after release, like starting keepers for for me i'm sure for you too is like it was great you could sell stuff and kind of bring in like like we were saying earlier like with, with t-shirts and stuff like bring in a t-shirt and you're like oh shit this is amazing do i like it enough to wear it or do i like it enough to wear it for a couple weeks and then sell it yeah and like it, it's just uh it's funny with those Nike heads and guys like that that, that cop shit week after week after week mm. after week to sit on it. Or like <laughs> yeah, maybe they, they don't get to wear it. <laughs> but like, and they, they're keeping them fresh and like, yeah, dude, I don't have 250 to spend every week on a new release. Like, that's incredible. That I don't know if I really get that. Even, that like, dedicated. You know, like, that's like, I mean, larger scale, but like, you know, guys that have like car collections, I'm like, but if you don't even drive them, like, <laughs> yeah, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like, people like to look at cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> Myself <true>. included. Yeah. <laughs> I own that. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> There's definitely shirts that I have that are not the right size for me, or like, uh, you know, just aren't ones. They're not t-shirts that I wear, but I've I, I keep them. Yeah. And they're not gonna leave. Like, yeah. You know. And slowly trying to purge those, but it's hard. There's some that are yeah. there's some that are too good yeah. to to get rid of. My them. closet is like I have a walk-in closet, and it's literally. Full. Slam? Slammed full. This the last week I was like my closet is completely full now. I did a t shirt count like two days ago and I, I had eighty five sitting, like not in the laundry, not bagged up, not yeah. in a drawer mm-hmm. on the rack. And I Just was like, good to go. Yeah, like honestly like the ro- <laughs> the rotation was eighty five. Yeah. I was like, Holy I, I did shit. a count and I had more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I can wear a different shirt every day for like four months. So do you guys take any special care of like your stuff? Is it going through the laundry? No, hell no. No, mm, no. I mean, I, yeah, my personal shit or like the stuff we sell. Well, I don't know. Like, you, if you if you're if you're saying you're buying, and sometimes you'll wear, and then you'll sell. Like during that interim period, are you taking special care of anything? Or no, I don't think so. We take special care of no. stuff that's like high value off the get go. But like for the yeah. most part, if it's a thrift find, we're not. Gonna yeah, like, wash I got three hundred dollars shirts in my it. closet. They go in the wash with everything else. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I mean, I do the old inside out and I hang dry. Yeah. Yeah. But like, not a hell of a lot more. The odd oxy cleaned all the white shirts. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's but. still pretty good. Inside out and hang drag. That's like the top shelf treatment in my like, Yeah, you know, yeah. My and you know what? So that's all the tricks that's I know. Why you yeah, have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. That's why you have to keep 85 t-shirts in rotation so yeah. you don't ever burn those graphics too yeah. many times. Yeah. You know, you put them through the wash a handful of times if possible, right? That does make a difference though. That's like shoes too, right? Like once yeah, you go yeah. over a certain point, like you know, once you start getting like nine, ten pairs of shoes, you're good, but when you only have like exactly. three pairs of shoes, you should gonna get sucks. Speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can't help it. Not in a city like this, right? Like yeah. it's too dirty out yeah. there. Yeah. True. Oh man, fuck. The other day was terrible. Uh, I need some new winter shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All my shoes are gonna get fucked. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I saw some pretty interesting Timberlands come to my feed today. Yeah. New ones. So I was thinking I should get some new boots, but fuck, I need to find a pair of boots that I like I love. I don't have yeah. even a silhouette that I'm like, that's what I want. Rocking the waterproof pants. Some right bloodstones, now. everyone has. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what separates us from most of the other vintage uh, <laughs> sellers in Winnipeg. Oddity. Oh, my. Hey. Hey. You like it? She was smelling my armprints earlier. I think she has a thing for deodorant. It's the heat, man. Does she smell my other day? cat? Does she smell yeah. my cat on me, maybe? It, yeah, maybe, but, like, honestly, like, she will, yeah, always, like... She want to be warm, right? Yeah, if I'm, if I'm just here, she'll usually be, like, in my sweater or in my armpit yeah, or eh? something. Like, yeah. Shit. Fuck, eh? It's funny, though, you know, you think the they're, they're, they're not so cold as you think. Like, sometimes she will, like, not want to be under the blankets because she's mm -hmm. too hot when I'm cold, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, okay. But they have, like, a, like I think their temperature's, like, 106 or something. Like, they're warm. <laughs> I don't work with Fahrenheit. What is that? Like, I don't know. It's yeah. like, if you have a fever like that, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one of us a bad fever. <laughs> yeah, their metabolism is just boiling all the time. <laughs> Does she eat a lot? Like, does she eat a lot of food to keep herself hot? Well, not really. I don't think so. No way. I put out, like, a small can of food for her and she finished it. If I put a big can of food, she will not finish it that day. No shit. And, like, I have dry food out for her and sometimes she eats so She's pretty Sometimes she doesn't. Yeah, like, she doesn't have any fat on her. Yeah, thank God. Because if you guys need a picture of one of those cats No, fat, <laughs> not is so it, hot. Like, is I'm it not funny? Trying to be, I'm not trying to be bigoted or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Body shaming. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that don't look so good. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty. <laughs> you know, it's just how, like, you know, as humans, we do better with clothes to kind of right. cover some parts of us sometimes. Like, cats have fur. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to see like one of those a little bit plumped up. She's got a lot of wrinkles. Like I'd just be interested to see this that yeah. that skin even all filled she, out. Even if she gets older, <laughs> she's gonna get wrinkly. Don't fall yeah. off. For sure. Just sit down. <laughs> <laughs> this cat's fucking hilarious. <laughs> 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 